we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew, how you doing, Edward? I'm doing good. You know, week three in New York. I'm living my life. We have so much to get through today. I know. I am thrilled that every show is bringing the heat, but I'm overwhelmed by how much we have to talk about today. I mean... We still have two more parts of Beverly Hills, so we're going to have a kind of a crazy week for the next Ooh, at least two weeks. God, it's, and like, or I know we're going to get to it at the end, but gosh, the reunion is so effing good. We couldn't even take notes because we were so enthralled with what was happening on our screens that I was could not take my eyes away the, commercial the break would time. come and I would go, oh, I didn't write anything down. It's like quickly, okay, let's <laughs> write what we have and see if we can keep up. But we're not going to start with that. No, can we start with the new thing yes, this start week? with new, new, which new, Which I new. totally forgot was happening until you were like, oh, by the way, reminder, a winter house started and I panicked and watched it just before this recording. But I'm glad I did because... It is so great. It's only 16 day trip. And I think we're going to get like 10, at least 10 episodes. Yeah. I mean, Summer House never fails to deliver. Southern Charm never fails to but deliver. But they're all, again, they film over weeks. Well, this I is mean. This just a two week little jaunt. Well, that's the thing is I think that bringing two of the most major shows together that can deliver over a season with the top cast members who really bring it every episode Minus Hannah, who was just like the villain last season. And I'm thrilled. Which, if I saw her in this Winter House cast, I would have thrown a table I, through a window. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't miss her. I thought I was going to be like, oh, it's it's weird not to see Hannah really? here. I did not miss her one I bit. I did not miss her whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, I was like, and I think Paige is really coming into her own here without Hannah. I feel like she was always the sidekick. Oh my God, I love and now she's her main character energy, main character for sure. Okay. So Winter House, like I said, we've got. Summer House faves. We've got Paige. We've got Ciara, who is killing it this season. Oh my she's God, I love leader in the house. She's so comfortable. It's a great season and two for her. And she and Luke seem like they're they're cool. Yeah, Luke is back, which I and love. they seem fine. Which is real. I'm sure that they had a lot to come to terms with after this. Well, the without finale. Hannah, like fucking stuff up, I think that they were able to kind of have an eye to eye. And they're like, you know what? We hooked up. We kind of had a thing, but at the same time, like we're better off as friends. Totally. And I think that that's that's great. And yeah, I love that everyone seems like they're already best friends. Uh, in the preview package, it's crazy to me that three girls are going to be fighting over Austin this season. Uh, I mean, Austin doesn't do it for me, but I guess for these ladies, it does. I mean, you have in the house, you've got Kyle, you've got Luke, you've got Austin, you've got Craig, you've got Jason and Andrea, who I'm going to talk about in a second. Okay. Andre. But like, really, like, if you can't get it with one of the other ones, like, they're just going to go for Austin. I don't know what's so endearing about Austin or why these ladies like him, but like, he I seems to pull. I kind of get it. Oh, I kind of get it. When I'm watching the show, but then he'll say something or do something really dumb, and I'm like, oh, forget it. He's just your typical, like, southern frat boy, it seems And like. I also think I need to see him away from Madison. So this is good, even though oh, Madison, Madison is already kind of poking her head with the tabloid article, which we'll get to. But that is sort of what I'm looking for. Gabby's interesting. I okay. think she's going to be good, but I didn't get enough yet to kind of, I'm know, not. I don't know that. if I'm the biggest fan of Gabby, and I'll get into it, but we have... A new cast members. So Paige's best friend from when she was 10, they did a limited two shoot together as young models, <laughs> child models. 
And they became besties. And this girl is Julia. She's super cute. She's super cute. She comes a little bit later because she missed her flight. But she's the connector between uh, Summer House and Southern Charm, who are friends, and this group of new friends that are coming to the Winter House, which include Jason, a model, Andrea, a model, Gabby, a model, and I think that's it. And yeah. Julia, the model. This is a model house. Like they, they should have called it, called it Winter Model House. Winter Model or House. Model Winter House. <laughs> well, they couldn't because let's be real. Austin's no model. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I was really glad to see that Kyle set this whole thing up. I love the... <laughs> Kyle <laughs> is Vermont. Let's be real. No, He's 100%. like, I'm born and bred well, and apparently Lucas Vermont. too. Luke's like, I'm a professional. I do everything in the snow. I do this. I do that. I do this. I'm like, Luke... Also, you're great. I love you. You're super cute too, but you are a tool. Did you realize he's 38 years old? I did not realize because they were doing so his. So Kyle. Kyle. Well, Kyle's like 40 pushing something. 40. I think yeah. he is 40. But I was just shocked that I was like, okay, Luke, they were showing his like childhood photos and it was like 1992 when he was nine. And I was like, okay, that's almost 10 years older than me. Like <laughs> it's, it's a little bit of a mind fuck. I also with, I think it's hilarious that these people keep thinking that they can go on these trips or on these shows with, boyfriends and girlfriends and be like everything's gonna be great we're gonna make it we're gonna be fine and craig of all people who can't like hold down a girl for more than five seconds like his 10-month relationship with natalie the fan we know in 16 days it's completely gone and craig and Paige are gonna be something of an item yeah i mean i mean we only know this because of like you know social media and stuff but like it doesn't take much well for them to break up let me be real for a second when i was watching craig i just kept thinking this is the southern tom schwartz like he really yes. is just tom schwartz in charleston hundred percent which is why it's perfect for Paige because i think Paige needs someone chill she's different from katie to where and we'll get into this where katie's just like boss bitch which was very naomi yeah back on southern charm and that did not work for craig and Paige had perry who was kind of like all about her and needed 24 7 uh-huh. attention mm-hmm they're perfect for each other because they're just chill. They're, they're pretty. They're whatever. Let's just vibe. Yeah. I did love when Paige, when Paige was like, single page, see this? No strings. I, I was love really that. Into that. Um, now, the two things I really just want to talk about and then we can get to whatever else is A, Kyle, you're an asshole. Stop drinking and maybe help your girlfriend, your fiance. I'm sorry, fiance. Maybe help her with the room situation instead of kicking a like whole box of beers making a mess and being an asshole about it. Number one. And the other thing I would like to talk about after that is how fucking beautiful Andrea is. Okay. Let's talk the about Italian Andrea. fucking stallion. Let's talk about Andrea first, because I have a different, differing view about you with Kyle. And there's a reason why okay. I'm kind of on Kyle's team <gasps> on side what? and I'll get into it. But Andrea, oh let's talk about tens across the freaking board. Like, gorgeous like beautiful like from head to toe like sculpted from marble beautiful tan olive italian skin one of the first things he says is i love women i love worshiping them all of my housemates are gorgeous like that's probably gonna cause some drama yeah which i'm all here for but what a great thing to say yeah so polite i i all i kind of thought that the whole mean girls comparison with Paige was pretty funny. spot on i was like I oh, she is trying Regina to George. flirt with her and and he's he trying to just, be like you're the leader of the group you're so pretty you're effortless <laughs> I love that she was like he could tell me to go fuck myself and i'd be like sure <laughs> yeah I, i'm like yeah me too I yeah same totally like agree. when he was like yelling at them for the pasta so and pizza i was like the bravo yes. producers and casting directors that found this man um you know, if he starts to act like an asshole, I'll retract. But right now I'm, I'm team. I'm part team of Andrea. me. I'm going to be honest. Part of me thinks that Andrea is going to turn into an asshole, which is why him and Paige don't work out. Well, there is a stereotype and I don't want to like, you know, indulge this, but there are stereotypes about Italian men being very um, passionate, but very um, promiscuous. They, the they, Stalin got to stow his, so his seed wherever he can. <laughs> got to get all those mares. And I don't want to 
put him in a box, but that is something that, you know, people, no. we, I think I also love everyone is putting on their Italian accent any chance they get. It's it's really funny <laughs> that they're just full on with uh, Andrea, who I'm very excited to see. And we'll get to the hot tub scene. But wow, wow, wow. Those two together. Oh. Talk about hotter than a hot tub, like boiling hell water. It was so freaking hot. Great. OK, so I Kyle. Okay, please explain this to me. I don't understand you. OK. Kyle planned this entire trip. He got the house. He invited everyone and set everything up. It's his hometown. He got things going. Okay. He is the only one in a committed relationship with a fiance. And everyone else must have been raised with no manners because my first thing would be like, Kyle, thank you so much for planning this. You and Amanda deserve to have the big room because first of all, you guys are getting married. You guys deserve your privacy, which is what Andrea was saying at the beginning. Totally. And two, it's a sign of respect to be like, we really appreciate the stuff you've done here. Not Paige and Sarah being like, well, it has the biggest closet and I like to look at my clothes and we'll just, we're a pair. Like yeah. we can sleep together. Yeah. We'll then sleep in the bottom room with two beds. Like there's See, so I many other options. With any of that. I think that the housemate should have been nicer and more accommodating and courteous and respectful to the host and said, oh wait, let's wait for Kyle and Amanda to pick their rooms. Blah, blah, blah. However, Kyle, like you said, Kyle's the host. So if I'm the host day one, I make sure legit before I party, before I get fucked up, before I cause a ruckus, like I make sure logistics are all set in stone. And I may just go say, Hey guys, just so you know, like ahead of time, Amanda and I are taking this specific room. Every other room is up for grabs. Like if you're the host, take charge. And also if I'm Amanda, I'm all alone. My boyfriend's already drunk and complaining and getting upset. Like I am fighting seven other people. Okay. 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 Let me stop you there for a second because Kyle did call Austin and Craig and say, no rooms yet. We're they on take our way. The room. It was the, no. it was Paige and Sarah. no. It was Gabby who started, and once Gabby took the room, they were like, "Okay, we'll just let everyone do the room." Kyle knows not to get confrontational with Amanda's friends. This has happened in the past. If Kyle gets okay, confrontational right. with Amanda's friends, it blows up even worse. So he was saying, Amanda. This is what we need. We need to work as a pair in a partnership. You need to go talk to your girlfriends and be like, get the F out of my room. Like, this is mine and Kyle's room. Right. But Amanda has to please everyone, which we know. And she's kind of like I'll give you very that. passive. And so that's why Kyle was like, I can't put this anger at any of these ladies because that's not who I am. And that's not who I want to be. I'm going to go just kind of just drink and kick something and just get into and just try to be fun. Kyle, He's because I'm going to get out of it. He's got to work on that though. Because no, then when 100%. he does, he leaves Amanda kind of hanging high and dry. Yes. So I, but. I completely see and kind of agree with what you just said. Like I, I mean, do. At I the, see yeah, both sides of it. It's very nuanced with these two and this, the house relationship. So, but we'll see what happens. I don't think Kyle's going to be a mess, but I was laughing that he was like so gung ho about having the big red in the big, not sorry, big bed and big room, <laughs> the big red, the big red. <laughs> and he slept on the couch. He slept on the f- chair. He slept on the bathroom floor. I dive and he was like by himself in the bathroom and he's like, Dude, my dick is so dick. Like, <laughs> what are you even saying? Like, he's, he's always insane. caught like peeing in some obscure place, or while he's peeing, doing something obscure, something crazy. But yeah, the final moment for me with Austin and Sierra and Paige and Andrea in the hot tub, it was like, God bless America. Like, this is yes. gonna be such a great season. Like, if this is what we're in for. I really am excited for Lindsay to come. I think she's literally going to be the stick of dynamite that we need. Well, it sounds like Lindsay and Austin have been flirting and talking and doing the whole thing since last summer when they were literally calling each other in the summer house. Yeah. If I'm Lindsay, which I have been in the past, (laughs) I'm like, okay, something's going to happen. We've hooked up before, which I think they have. Oh, I'm sure they have. And like, 
if I'm getting this attention, we're going to be in the house just alone. And he's calling me being like, can't wait for you to get here. Obviously I'm looking to do something. So when I come to the house and I see him literally in a hot tub with Ciara, I hear about that. I'm going to be like, all right, I'm pissed. What's the situation? Yeah. Like, what are when, we doing? Lindsay goes off like yeah. immediately. I'm so ready for Lindsay. Let's be real. You know, I love me some I can't Lindsay. Wait. It was such a good episode. It was great kickoff. Great I'm- first party. I love a spring break themed anything with jello shots and beer bongs and syringes. I mean, yeah, it's classic, you know, summer house. This is why I love summer. I like just want to go next summer. You will catch me. Hey, who knows? Maybe I'll even go to Stowe, Vermont next winter. I was actually going to say like, we should totally try to get into this house or just just go to stow i really was like i want to go to the snow like i was like i forgot how much i miss snow and i want to like go skiing well wait like a month or two and you might be like oh my god where's the sun where is the like warmth oh it snows here i forgot yeah you forgot like we have (laughs) we have two to three months of snow here well then i'll be getting plenty of snow totally i'm such a california boy that i'm like i wish i could go to the snow (laughs) while i'm here now final thing i have to say uh, about austin and chara is if Austin does not get over Madison, it's going to be a mess for everyone in the house with all these girls going after him. Because when he saw the tabloid in the grocery store and was like, some old, old baseball douche was DMing Madison. I was like, okay, you are up your butt about this. It is literally, wasn't it A-Rod? Uh, we don't know no, for it wasn't sure. A-Rod. Who was the one that was dating no, J-Lo? A- it was, it A-Rod, was A-Rod. But we, weren't, we weren't sure. Like That wasn't corroborated that they had been talking, or was it? I can't remember. Uh, well, yeah, it was basically. Right. But Austin, Madison's fucking nuts and, and madison's so, engaged now to someone else yeah so like let's let's move on all right let's go to vpr vpr raquel and james i love that i don't know why i thought it was funny that it was a tiffany diamond but not from tiffany yeah that was still a- <laughs> cost a hundred thousand dollars like what i mean the thing is is i mean J- uh, james doesn't i don't think gets things like i get getting the Tiffany diamond, but was it going to be more expensive at the Tiffany store? Cause it was so big. And also if you don't feel comfortable getting someone a gift of that cost or amount, then don't do it because him freaking out being like, you can't work with that ring on. I don't want you to ding up it's the like, ring. Are you kidding me? We need me? to get an extra ring so that you can wear one when we go out. So you don't lose the ring. Cause you don't know how much money that ring is. And it's like, Oh, it's like, don't get her a hundred grand worth of jewelry. Then you yeah. moron. And it's, it's probably because the reason why it wasn't more expensive is because the setting wasn't Tiffany's the diamond ones, but the setting probably yeah. was that probably would have cost another 50 grand. Yeah. So no, just, uh, but again, She's happy. The ring looks nice. James, knock it off with not wearing it. Also, the engagement was $25,000 split between Sandoval and James. And Sandoval, I'm sorry, a loan is not money. No, it's it's no money. You're I have getting, a loan. I have yeah. all this money. It's like, you no, have to pay that you, back. You, that's debt, yes. you moron. But I also, did you catch Ariana kind of coming around on the idea of them being engaged? Kind of. She kind of saw this and was like, oh. Like, this would be one... Like, I think it flipped a switch in her brain. Well, she saw what... I think this was kind of a Sandoval thing where he's like, this is reverse psychology. Let's show her how good a Sandoval engagement can be, a proposal can be, and let's see how much she wants it. Because that would be a a very, like, good move on his part. Yeah. Okay, and Schwartz, two things. You cannot be completely fucking useless and then complain about money. Like, yes, you're right in saying that Sandoval shouldn't have spent that money and helped James with this because you guys don't have any money right now, but also you're... You're a dud. So you can't, you have no leg to stand on. And I hate that he drunkenly conceded to the name. Yeah. He was like, okay, I guess I'll guess I'll be at Schwartz and Sandy's. Like, I guess I like the name. Like you are such a little 
Poor Katie. He's he, Schwartz is such a loser. I'm sorry. He's a and, sissy bitch. We know. I just, I really, really, uh, I really, really feel but bad I for still Katie. Love and I'm him. sorry. You need Sandoval to be sitting in the living room while you're jerking off, like to help you make a sample. Like you need to go to therapy. Oh, I got so frustrated, and pay, pay, I just see it wearing on Katie more than ever. Yeah, and they really have some legitimate, real goals that they want to like accomplish. Achieve. And and it seems like she's the one. Honestly, it should be uh, Malo- uh, Sand- Maloney and Sandy's or Sandy Maloney's. <gasps> oh, Sandy and Maloney's would be sound so much better than Schwartz and Sandy's. And honestly, I would much rather have Katie running the restaurant with Tom than Schwartz. Like knowing that Katie grew up in the restaurant industry with her mother has been serving since she was like 15 years old, then was literally Lisa's right hand at sir. And then her personal assistant for the longest time. Why wouldn't you put Katie into like a position of power, which I, is what Lisa was saying. She's like, I hope I don't stir the pot. It's like, yeah, bitch, you know what you're I doing. Don't, and I'm glad we're jumping a little bit. Yeah. I agree. Like Katie has more experience than both of you, like maybe not opening a restaurant and you guys were gifted that experience yes. from Vanderpump and from Ken. Yes. But Katie's not an idiot. And I'm sorry, Tom, but Schwartz and Katie are married. Yes. They're a package deal. Yes. Katie has to be a part of the equation because they share finances legally. I don't know what your situation is with Ariana, but if you lose all that money, that's Katie's money too. Yeah. Sorry, Sandoval. And I'm really glad that Ariana stuck up for Katie too and was like, you're being crazy. Like this was five or six years ago. Yeah. Like these are rage texts that we don't even see anymore. Like, yeah, it might happen once in a blue moon, but who doesn't get like angry via text? Like Sandoval blew up last season in front of everyone. Like he, and I, yeah, Ariana sitting there being like, you're all over the place. Like you need to fucking stop. Um, I just, I really hope that Sandoval gets a grip and I hope that Katie's voice can keep coming out because like all of the points she's making are, are valid. Honestly, why didn't they make like a cool restaurant name with their initials? Like um, you've got Tom and Ariana and Katie, like Tack or Cat or I don't know. Like, like why is it Schwartz and Sandy's when you already have a restaurant that's called Tom Tom? You guys are good. Your name recognition's done. Schwartz and Sandy's, like how different is that going to be from Tom Tom? Just because it doesn't, what is it? Pa- Honestly, call it, call it Cats. No, it's going to be in Franklin Village. It's going to be just down the way and it's going to still be in Hollywood. But it's just going to be a little or bit. scat. Like Sandoval, yeah. Katie, Ariana, scat. Tom. I know scat sounds actually <laughs> gross. Or sass. Or, or I don't know. Like there's so many the other options. options. Like you guys got high one night and thought of Schwartz and Sandy's and said, okay, we're going to call it a day. Give me a fucking break. It's, it's not great. And um, I felt really bad for Katie when she was having the conversation with Lisa. And Lisa's like, why are you going to be doing all these tests and stuff when you haven't tried? And she's like, we, we have been trying. She's like, I and I really loved what she said when she was like, I want to have a child. I want to keep trying, but I don't want it to feel like a chore. Be, and like, I don't want it to be like, I'm trying to get this done. Oh, yeah, we got pregnant. Like, I understand the feeling of like it wanting to be kind of like natural, spontaneous, spontaneous and natural and being like, oh, my gosh, we're pregnant. Like, OK, we need to have sex this time I every have single people day. people really close to me right now who are who's I, they're experiencing the same thing as Katie, where all, a lot of her friends are getting pregnant mm-hmm. and she is not, which it doesn't mean that she can't. It's just it's, it's just taking, taking some time. Than usual. Yeah. And it really fucks with people's heads there's just so much unfair pressure around women in pregnancy and giving birth and all of this bullshit and i'm really glad that lisa could be there for her i have a horrible feeling that i think katie's fine i think tom has been such a fucking moron his whole life that his sperm is literally fried it's literally just like soup down there yeah (laughs) i mean that's probably what they're gonna find out but also to go back a little bit ems 
no, we're not doing that workout ever. The Katie and really? Lala. Uh, that looked like a bunch of fucking garbage. That looked like, like BS? a scam. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, no. <laughs> like, that's so dumb. Those girls look toned, but, like, they look like they were Instagram models who got hired to, like... To, like, host sh- these like, machines. Like, yeah. yeah. That's stupid. It's, like, medical sales, but for this workout. <laughs> Katie's like, I suggest you sit in the bathroom before. <laughs> uh, uh, let's talk... If we're just talking about babies, though, can we talk about Summer Moon being verified on Instagram with 132,000 followers more than Brock has? And... Sheena's like, I'm never going to have her outfit repeat on the Instagram. I have to get her a it new outfit for every heart, Instagram. I mean, it made my heart sink like into the pit of my stomach because I'm like, you're going to regret this. Like your daughter is like you, I, uh, ugh, it irks me. It cringe. I cringe when people put their young kids on the internet like this. Well, this is the thing is you see all these like Instagrammers and reality stars and like kind of like C list, B list celebrities kind of posting their kids everywhere. Whereas you have like, Dax and Kristen and you have Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prince like they hide their children because they want to give their children a chance to choose whether or not they want to be and online also, and known yeah. of the child of this person well I think also they are, are aware of the fact that the world is full of zanies and fools and like, <laughs> <laughs> what is that from again? it's from Cinderella yeah <laughs> they're full of perverts and sickos that like Oh, trust do all me, kinds yeah. of horrible things with pictures like that. They like, are, I mean, working at the place I worked before, I was telling you about the diaper freaks. We just call and talk about diapers. <laughs> like, think about Sarah <laughs> and her poor little diaper. Yeah. that. By the way, that story will haunt me forever. But I just, I think Sheena's going to regret that. And, you know, jumping to her conversation with Lala in the, um, the you know, toddler shop, I was, ooh, I, I started to get really concerned like Lala, listening to Sheena kind of talk about it. Because, again, I don't know what goes on in Australia with with um, parenting laws and all that stuff. But if Brock wanted to see his children, he should be able to unless his wife got a court order saying that he's not allowed to. Yeah. And, yes, of course, usually side with the mother in most situations, which I understand and, and agree with. But that yeah again it's like it doesn't look good it's either so, like he no, did here, something or no uh, it could just be that they had a separation and she got full custody of the kids because he didn't have income he was moving to us yeah. he moved to america because he was still seeing the kids when he moved to america so i think if she like was like i want petition for full custody of the kids she's like the father's not even here in australia he's in america he doesn't Ugh. have a real job he's a rugby player trying to become an instagram model i have income the children are with me they can't do part-time but yeah it's and it's, then that's it's his not blocks. a good look though i still agree with all it's not a good look it's, because when you have kids your kids are your kids no and obviously he's heartbroken about it because it's his it's his he told sheen about it first date which that made me feel so much better because i said that like he's he like better had mentioned his it phone back on is them his computer back on it's and you could see it in the interviews he misses these children it's not like he doesn't want to be their dad yeah i'm nervous there's though, something next up week because sheen like lisa and lala feel the need to have a sit down with her at villa rosa about it and you know lala i guess lala and brock have a conversation and lala hears something from brock that really freaks her out and that's why she brings it up to sheen and she's like what did he tell you well i'm sorry but i just to kind of jump really quick here i love lala just being like everyone needs to be careful for their man like blah 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 they can drop they can leave you if they have this history they can go a uh, girl literally randall just did the same thing to you and you're trying to preach to yes. every single other person that they need to watch their back she's like i don't think Randall would ever do that to me like i know who he is now blah 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 and it's like 
No, he literally just did it last Well, no, week. she kind of said, like, I, I feel confident in our relationship, but, like, I'm also not dumb. I, I have it in the back of my mind because of what I've He's been through done. and other people have been through. Yeah. But, yeah, by the way, for those of you who didn't hear, Page Six reported this week that Lala and Randall, did we Are talk done. about this last week? No, we didn't. It was, no, like, right they're after. They're done, apparently. And, by the way, I don't know about y'all, but I forgot that they weren't even married. I forgot that they're just engaged right now. But yeah. now they're not even engaged because Randall apparently has been stepping out. So, Lala, we love you. Sending your thoughts. Randall, oh, I really came around on Randall. I really liked him a lot, and I'm bummed that this is happening, especially since there's a child involved. But, you know, I don't know. By the way, kind of random. Richardson, so hot. And why doesn't he have his own restaurant? Who's Richardson? I the forgot. The beautiful black guy who manages oh. Tom and manages Tom oh. Tom. Why doesn't he have his own restaurant, Lisa? Like, so, he is more responsible and more, like, on top of it than Schwartz and Sandoval are. He's also, he might be new to the whole team or whatever. No, he's been around for years, dude. He has? Yes. Remember, James and him got into an altercation <gasps> at Pump. I mean, but the thing is, is, like, it's Lisa. Like, you know. I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there in the universe that this guy seems like a fucking pro and seems like he could run the world. So give him his own restaurant. Okay. He's literally saving. It's, it felt to me like he's running Tom Tom and Schwartz and Sandoval are just, like, farting around. Schwartz and Sandoval are at Tom Tom all the time. Sandoval yeah, has are there fan- all the time, but what are they doing? Sandoval is running that business. Schwartz maybe not, but you oh, cannot. Sure is you just- cannot say Sandoval is not running the business. Right. It's his life. I'm trying to be controversial. Yeah. I know, but I'm just defending my man. Okay. <laughs> all right. Speaking of uh, people's men and defending them, let's talk about Raquel James and their family brunch lunch to celebrate their engagement proposal. Yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it? So I didn't know Raquel was adopted. I also got really confused by the whole story about how everyone's connected and if it's this so- is what I got, and this is this is weird to me. I don't know if aunt literally means my mom's sister or like my auntie, like yeah, my mom's best Family, friend. Because yeah. if it's the former, that's fucking weird. So the mom had the first child, which what's her name? Kate, Katie, or Susan, right? <laughs> it's Susan. I'm so sorry. Yes, I think that's correct. There was Susan and Katie and then adopted Raquel, or Raquel was the third? I think so. So the, the no, I think there's only two. I think it's just Susan and, and Raquel. Uh, by the way, I really hope her name is Susan. I, I'm i really, I'll just say her sister. So the sister was born first. Then Raquel and Raquel's mom felt that she couldn't provide because Raquel wasn't planned. So she gave her to a quote, quote, Raquel's aunt who couldn't have children. So I just want clarification if it's her sister, her mom's sister, or her mom's best friend. And then if wait, it's her mom's sister, that's fucking And weird. then Kate is her other sister who came to the lunch. So who's, or wait, Susan's, what? I think Susan's her mom. Because she wouldn't call her mom, her birth mom, her mom. She, I think she, Susan is the mom okay, and Kate's I'm, the sister. Right, I, I, I don't know. I'm we don't understand. So confused. <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me. It was very wild. And I didn't, I didn't like Raquel's sister's attitude at the no. lunch, but I also... Get thought it. that the point she made at the end that your choices are you, your choices now like what each of you do affects the other person because you guys are a partnership now you are one like that's what marriage is mm-hmm. so I, I I thought it was fair for her to say like I don't want you to have to clean up his messes all the time although in marriages that happens like yeah. you guys are there for each other but I I did get her kind of waving a warning flag I I appreciate the sister being like you need to understand the situation. I don't think it was good to have Jacqueline there. I think she also felt nervous that J- James' mom, Jacqueline, because we know how 
insane mm, that woman she's is. She's weird. I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear that she's doing better. Doing better. So, sobriety but journey, she but is, she's a kook. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, my whole thing is, I, I mean, I kind of agreed with Raquel's sister where he's making these decisions sober or drunk. And yes. even though he's not drinking, he's still being an asshole. And he needs to really check that if he wants to be with Raquel. And honestly, this whole ring thing is not making him look good either. And I think the sister's going to look back on this and be like, he obviously cares about the ring more than he cares about the actual engagement because money is such a big deal to him. Yeah. And but, I do think that he should have, like, even though I understand why he kind of had Raquel do it because he's blocked on everything and he doesn't know where he stands with Max. Like, he should have been the one to and step drop it up. off and say, I'm not staying. I know that I'm not welcome here, but I want to drop this off as a peace offering. Like, I hope that whenever you're ready, we can, we can talk, talk and have a come to. And I do think the Raquel's gestured made a tiny little dent, but like, I think it would have meant more if James had just shown up. I agree, but we'll see how this plays out. I mean, I got to say one more thing is I think don't ding the ring is the new ring on the string. So that's oh, going to be, okay. I mean, I want sure to say don't ding the ring. <laughs> Yeah, it was the episode was great this week. Um, let let's just keep going. Let's I'm on. I'm going. so like amped from all the shows this week that I'm just ready to keep going. Do we want to do Salt Lake or Potomac? Let's next? do Salt Lake. Okay. I didn't think I would see Lisa and Whitney doing silks, but uh, within the first five minutes of the yeah, episode, and even though it was, it seems brief. Uh, their their uh, camaraderie. I really actually did really enjoy watching them have fun. What would what would your stripper name be? Randy Star or Jasmine from flying, the Aladdin? Jasmine <laughs> flying like Aladdin. Uh, don't know if it would be that. Randy Star, especially since it's Randy <laughs> with an I and Star with two R's. Definitely porn starish. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I don't think I. I, I feel like it'd be one of those bitches that just gets on the pool and just slides down slowly because she can't hold herself. Yeah, like so squeaking. Screech, yeah, that's my name. That's my screech. <laughs> Screech the stripper. Yeah. And all you do is just slowly and my, slide. My act is just me slowly just making <laughs> horrible sounds as I just slowly descend on the floor. What about you, sir? My stripper name? Eddie. Oh, my <laughs> kidding. God. You're disgusting. But I love how Lisa says she hasn't worked out in nine years. And she's like, this will be our thing. This is our thing. I'm Working like, out for the love of God. Um, okay. When did Mary's Kitchen turn blue? Oh my god! I wrote down the same thing overnight. It turned literally, blue. Literally, like what must have been one of her one of one of her projects over pandemic because I literally wrote down the same thing. Like Mary's Kitchen's blue. It it stood out to me. Maybe it was a weird filter on the camera, but it was so weird. Um, also so weird, but also makes so much sense. Mary fucking loved being without Robert Senior. Yes, I don't think uh, she she says that like I don't think we like each other. So this is the thing. Ugh. I I long rice versus short rice. Like, what is someone to okay. do? Long rice is more luxurious than short rice. I do prefer long rice if I'm like eating it by itself. Short rice is good for certain things, but like, like long rice just has a better feel on your tongue oh and God, stuff when you eat it. It's so shit. thin. I'm sorry. I love long <laughs> rice, so I get it. I totally get Mary in this. But I think what we're seeing this season with Mary is what the, we thought the story was from the beginning where she was kind of trapped into this marriage forced into it because it was her grandmother's wishes and now that she's older she's like this isn't what I want like I want to live my life for me I love being away from Robert he's basically dead like I want someone who's alive yeah. and can live life with me which is so, so fair sad. it's no and it's a completely valid request I mean we're kind of seeing the same thing with Erica Jane I gotta say I think that's part of the reason uh, she divorced Tom yeah. but I say, I mean, I don't know if she can get divorced in the church. She might have to wait for Robert to die. But 
it really feels now I see why she's so clinging to her son is because she feels like her son is the only thing that's keeping this house in check between the two of them and being their buffer. I agree. And I think Robert is the last piece of the older generation of her family that dictated who she was going to be and what she was going to do. I think Robert senior is the last piece of that that's still alive. And once he's gone, all she has is her new life, which is like epitomized in her son. Mm-hmm. Cause I think her dark, dark past that we still don't know a lot about with Robert and her mother and her grandmother and all of that fucking shadiness where I really do believe Mary was forced into a world, into a life that she didn't choose, but she kind of like immersed herself in. I think that's also part of it too. Like without Robert senior, like maybe I can fucking figure out like what's going on with me and what's inside of me. Like sitting at tennis, by the way, I love that she just did tennis for the outfit. Oh man. She could not, what was it? She's like safe line. And she yeah, had all the words like, wrong. Oh, could yeah, not, hit, could a not single. hit a single ball. I was like, Oh my goodness. I and just, I love that really Meredith called her out. She was trying to tell Meredith, like I don't love him anymore. I don't love Robert anymore. It was, it broke my heart. I mean, it's th- this whole episode I think was about relationships and romantic relationships because, well, except for Lisa and Whitney, which I, who knows? It could be a romantic no, they were relationship. Dating. They were, yeah, though, I, I, I uh, it was theme, a date night. Yeah. The theme stands. Okay. Cause we went to the fish kiss where they had William, the hot fish kiss owner who was letting the ladies eat oh the God, fish like, on their feet. I thought he was so cute. I mean, granted <laughs> what, what's under the mask may be a mystery, but I was like, he looks so young and, and fit and has his own business. Like, Oh my God, let's go to Salt Lake and like <laughs> go on a date. You're like, Hey, Salt Lake. I love that Lisa had gym bag trauma. Okay. Uh, But I understand that in a sense where like I could see her growing resentment for, I think her husband's name is John. I can't remember. And being just like, I have to be, I have to be here with these kids. I have, I'm working all the time. I can't go to the gym anymore. And you just get to go to the gym and having resentment over that and being like, no, I'm not taking the time for myself and that's why I'm mad. So he can yeah. do whatever he wants. Cause my time I'm using differently. Yeah. So I thought that was really good. How she worked it's through that. It's kind of the realest Lisa's been about something personal. Honestly, <laughs> like, honestly. this episode, I know you're going to go against me. Kind of sold me on Lisa. Like even though she's crazy, it kind of sold me on it her. It made me get her way more. And we'll get into it more when we talk about the Whitney and Cause Lisa I liked her thing. before. Cause I thought she was messy and silly. And I just think she's like such a character, but now I'm like, okay, I get her. I understand who I she do, is. I do too. I will agree with and you And I appreciate that. it. But Jenny, Whoa. Oh, Jenny, 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 my Jenny. God. So yeah, I've been kind of critical of Jenny and being like, I'm snoozing. Like someone wake her up. I take all of that back. Uh, nine miscarriages and a stillborn and your husband is trying to force you to have more children. Like unbelievable. I just, she's clearly so fucking broken from the stillborn and from the fact that she nearly died every time she had these miscarriages and a miscarriage is a miscarriage. Like it's horrible no matter when it happens. But I will say that like in terms of, the body, like having miscarriages in the third trimester, mm-hmm. like she said, like, mm-hmm. holy crap. Like that is so dark. And honestly, can we jump? Like, I know we'll go back, but can we jump to the, the, uh, his name Dewey? Dewey. Dewey and Jenny sitting, talking about in the snow, talking about whatever. And I thought that he was going to come around and see where she was coming from because they started talking about their daughter who died um, shortly after birth. And I thought that they were going to have like a connection and then he went on the whole sister wife. Okay, so here's here's my Whoa. whole thing about this is I completely understand him being like, we lost a child and I feel like there's a hole and I want another daughter. 
like we are supposed to have one more daughter and I want that other daughter. That's where it starts and ends for me. Yes. Yes. I agree. The understanding. The understanding. Same. I get that part. I totally agree. And, but I also get Jenny being like, I feel the same hurt and the same pain, but I can't do this anymore. You can't, we have a family. We should just celebrate what we have. And if March 15th, we always want to remember the one that didn't make it. We can do that. We can have that ceremony and hold space for that person who's no longer here, but I'm not going to have another kid. And him being so selfish when he was like, this is for our family to help our family. She's like, no, this is for you. This is what you want. Ooh, what was the thing he said? It was so gross. Oh, yeah. Let's replenish the, the world. world. He's like, the world needs more good people. Who let's are you? Keith Raniere from Nexium? Like, it, it was at, so oh. culty. But no, I mean, I feel I'm glad for Jenny for just getting up and walking away. Dewey needs to get his act together and understand that like what he has he's so lucky to have and a sister wife i don't think is even legal in the catholic church so if they are catholic he can't even do that no it's, like, and behind also the door. i'm sorry what what about the kids you already have what are they gonna fucking say oh my gosh really when they see this they're going to go yeah when they see this they're gonna be like are you kidding me mom is sobbing and you're like who are you I don't think that, I mean, I think it also comes from like, you have never been on television before. So like you are going to regret everything you've said, uh, everything you've said and done, but it was, it was wild. Um, real quick little (laughs) footnotes before we get to the Lisa and and Whitney of it all. Jen at the jewelers picking out the snowflakes, like thinking that she's a fucking genius for thinking of snowflakes. Like, hilarious. Her going to get a snake before and her being like, no, it is a good symbol because you shed your skin as a snake and then they eat the skin and you become your... And I was like, girl, no, you're calling someone a snake. Yeah. Speaking of Jen, though, before we move to Whitney and Lisa, her poor son, Omar, is so embarrassed by her. my God. Or does not feel loved by her. You can kind of tell that... Sharif, even though he works all the time, has literally raised these two children because she's like, mommy's here now. Mommy wants to be here for you. I want to come volunteer at school. Why aren't you volunteering at the school when he was like seven, eight, nine years old? I don't know what you were doing, but like he doesn't want you as a 15 year old coming to school, drive him to school. He's almost an adult. You missed your window and he obviously resents you for it. It's really it. His face. He was crying. His body language. Like he was like, get away from me. Like, I don't want to be around you. I don't want you near me. He didn't want to be on camera. He was over oh it. Oh my God. And he was crying and he kept looking at dad. Like, please answer for me. Like, I don't want, I don't want to do this. Well, she was like, I want you to say that I want you to come to school. And he goes, that, that wouldn't would be, be the truth. Yeah. I was like, holy shamoli. Like, and then one more thing. Um, <laughs> Stormy the cat getting wrecked by a gang of cats. <laughs> Heather. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heather. So Heather's giving the sex talk, and Heather. she's like, you know, Stormy was in heat. She went out to go see the cats, and she came back. She got to go see the world. She had fun. Guess what? She's not going back out again. Yeah, like, literally, that's the how they told the their daughters about the birds and the bees. That's fucking hysterical. Okay. The Whitney and Lisa date night. Okay, first Walk of all. Walk us through this, please. Okay, so first of all. Lisa, I totally get Lisa being like, let's bring Whitney to one of my places. They'll shell out. They'll do whatever. They have my Vita tequila. That Nino Viejo looked great. The food looked delicious. Much like Whitney's husband said, he's like, it looked good. Didn't get to taste it. Oh, those poor men. Those, these men just sitting there. Obviously, they're going to like comp a bunch of stuff. I think it would be, I mean, if I had a tequila brand, which I probably will one day get ready for it. Estrada tequila. I don't know if it'd be Estrada, but. Maybe I need to find a better name. No, not Eddie. Eddie, everything tequila. Shut up! I'm gonna punch (laughs) you in the face. What? you with the brand? Okay, Schwartz and Sandy, come up with a better (laughs) name. Eddie and Eddie. Eddie and Eddie. (laughs) Eddie and everything. (laughs) Okay, so I okay, I don't 
This so I was thinking about this. I slept on this because okay. I want you to know I I I've been thinking about <laughs> you this. You dreamed about this. I okay. dreamed about it. So the whole idea is like Aubrey and Marco come up to the table, give drinks, they introduce. They're and fucking then, fools, by the way. They're fucking weird. Let's just establish like regardless of what's happened, they're fucking weird. So they are very like Salt Lake Instagram couple, eccentric. Like, yes, you know they're 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 perfectly put together. It's very. His teeth freaked me out. His tan freaked me out. He freaked me out. That is what people in Salt Lake are like, I just assume. So I'm sorry if you're from Salt Lake and you're not like that, but I just assume this is what people from Salt Lake, they're all Instagrammers and <laughs> want to be influencers. But Aubrey then comes up to the table and says, it's so crazy for the way that like Angie's treating you. Like the, the like we don't do work on Fridays or we had to go somewhere and we don't travel <laughs> on Fridays. So that's why we didn't do the party. And Whitney immediately is like, nope, nope, I'm not having this. This is a setup. You you buttered me up for the last two weeks to bring me here, to have me hear the story, to get defended. And Lisa's like, I honestly did not even know that was going to happen. And I ha- and she's like, no, this is a setup. I have to say, when I was sleeping on it, I think that Aubrey thought this was her moment to get involved and maybe get herself a friend of slot. I don't think it was Lisa 100%. I think it was a little bit of both. So I, uh, when Whitney, because like Whitney started to, you can tell, Whitney's body language and energy shifted when Marco and Aubrey just showed up. Yes. And started serving them food. And that's the thing. They were doing all of, they were, they were also running the food to the table, which I was like, these bitches just want to be on camera. Yeah. So I do agree that Aubrey probably just wanted to have her moment. But I, I, oh, I'm sorry. It, when Aubrey came over and did that, I flipped like Whitney as well. And it did feel very, I would have, I would have said the same thing. Maybe not have reacted as intensely. I've been like, Lisa, just real quick. Do you see how shady and weird and coincidental and like, this doesn't add up? How the, like, do you see how this looks? I mean, but at the same time, if Aubrey is friends with Lisa. You are such a, du- I don't get the Lisa. I'm just trying to see every side of the situation. Oh, okay. okay. Whatever. So, but my thing is, is like, Whitney fixing her aura though. I'm sorry. When she got worked up and was like, I'm sorry, just give me a second. Just give me a second. Hands, 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 hands. Lisa and Aubrey, clearly that's what Aubrey wanted to talk to Lisa about as well. And like, if that was the big drama, like what are they going to be like, how are your kids? Like, no, obviously no, not. No, but like, oh, I know. I'm sorry. Like, cause then Lisa could have jumped in and goes, you know what? No. The thing with Angie, like that's separate from me and Whitney. Like we're we're doing really well. Like uh, let's not talk about this here. Like let, we can talk about it later. Okay. You know what I mean? Because then Whitney would have been like, I appreciate that. Like Lisa gets it. She gets that like that this is not the time. She's not on board with this whole thing. But no, but Lisa sat there and was like, What are you talking about? So weird. Oh my god. Like I'm see. Just- okay, I think this is the problem. Is I think that you're a diehard Whitney fan, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna slowly becoming a diehard Lisa Barlow fan. Like I think that Whitney honestly blows the out of proportion and acts almost crazy this season. She's not having a great second season. And she is a little erratic, but like, again, if I'm her and I've dealt with this bullshit for a while and it keeps happening and I feel like I'm being gaslit by the person that's it's doing it. It's happened for a year. He's known this woman for a year I, and a half. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. No, they've known of each other. Okay, you wait. know what, Matthew? Let's just take a shot. We need to move on. We need to move on. Let's take a shot I'm right sorry, now. but that was really amazing when Whitney was like, never again. We're never going to bring it up. Take the fucking shot. And <laughs> take a shot. On. No, we're moving and Lisa on. just like, okay. Just we're, like, we're, you know what, Matthew? We're not going to think of the past. We're just going to look into the future. Let's take the shot and uh, go. I mean, again, what a wonderful... I think Salt Lake is... I think I'm going to be pretty soon I'm going to be able to say that it's my favorite city. Like, 
full stop. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm this close to being able to say that. Uh, it's kind of, you know, Potomac and, and Salt Lake kind of are duking it out right now. And Beverly Hills is a close second to the two of those. New York fell off the freaking map. Which I never thought I would say. Fell off the map. But, you know. People come and go. Atlanta's lagging. Hopefully, Sheree brings back next yeah, season. Yeah, hopefully, the mix-up of the cast of Atlanta will really help things. But I love Sheree. You know I love the... She by Sheree. <laughs> Speaking of Potomac, should we go to Potomac? Let's jump into the Potomies. And, and this one was a little more... Um, this was the chiller of the of the shows this week, but there were still lots to like. Yeah, dissect. so Giselle and Robin leave in the dark of night at midnight to go get a hotel because they can't deal with having to walk downstairs to go to the bathroom. I am sorry. Giselle and Robin being like, you knew we were coming. You didn't have a room for us. You know she's in a boot. X, Y, Z. Girls, you told Wendy you weren't coming. In you a, didn't say that you were really going to be there. a text message. Like, fuck you and your fucking good vibes only. I'm not fucking coming. Is what you basically said over text. And then didn't tell them you were coming. So what did you expect? And honestly, I'm, I'm Wendy where I'm like, I invited you to be a nice person and to just be like, you know what? You're welcome to come. And then when they showed up, she was like, so happy you're here, even though it was fake as hell. And she's like, but so happy you're here. Yeah. And I'm sorry if you have to use the bathroom, either down the hall in Ashley's or go downstairs. Like not my problem. Like you can get up and go to the bathroom. I'm sorry if you have a boo, if you can make it up the stairs and down the stairs to get into the house and leave the house to go to the hotel. You can walk downstairs in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And also, you knew the husbands were coming. It oh, was a these, husband's trip. These men in the house peeing all over the floor. And I I'm love, like, Robin, I loved Karen going being on. like, Robin's the one peeing on the floor. She's the <laughs> one that made that mess. It just was like, I'm, I really don't like what I'm about to say, but Giselle <sighs> is verging on Kenya status. Okay, you said this, and it really rung with me because I think you're so right. I think she's not there just yet, but she's creeping. She's knocking on the same doors, pulling the same fights. She's not growing as a person, which is what's nice because we can have these villains on Housewives, and we have had these villains on Housewives before that are very not the nicest people, but they evolve and you like them for a bit, and then they do something and you're like, ah, I hate them again, and then they evolve a little bit more and they're like, okay, it's more of a nuanced person. Giselle has been the same damn bitch. For the last whatever seasons we've seen at Potomac, she's had no growth, no change. She still acts like a 15-year-old girl who just gets offended by every little thing that someone doesn't do that's not in her little princess world. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, you still dress up limited from limited to call page oh God, up, so get your house done by freaking Polly Pocket and call it a day. Like, this woman needs to grow <laughs> yeah. up. No, I completely agree. And... You know, next week, it looks like we're going to get a conversation where the daughters are like, we don't know how, like, we don't have a good example of what relationships look like because you and dad fucked it up so bad. I'm thinking maybe that's going to get through to her that, like, she needs to make better choices and, and be better for her kids. But anyway, moving on. Um, Ashley, the forehead Darby. I thought that was fucking hysterical. I laughed Even though so I love hard. Ashley so much. Um, I can't believe Chris almost took his. Okay, Chris and G almost took out their penises on this freaking bus. Yeah. And I love Escala's husband just, just turning around. Shoving his face in the corner of the bus. Poor Eddie being like, I was, no, I'm nervous. Like, get away from me right now. Like, these men, like. G is so insane to me and Mia's not much better because first of all, she does not reel him in at all, which I don't know if she can, but honestly she should be like, G, you need to cool it. G, it's not cute. It's not funny. You're embarrassing me and making everyone feel uncomfortable. You need to figure your crap out. But I also love that Ashley was like, at least Michael knows how to handle himself on a first impression. (laughs) Cut to his first time on camera, taking his fucking pants off and trying to jump off the boat. Like, 
Michael and Gordon are cut from the same fucking cloth. Let's no, just be honest. They are. They, they Gordon are. is a little t- slightly more palatable because he's not a flandering, you know, piece of shit. And he didn't like slap random like camera guys butts, but like, yeah, he's really not reaching far. Okay. I gotta say though, the scene between Candace and Chris in the bedroom at the end of the night where Chris is like, you gotta give Ashley a chance. I made some leeway with her. That. She's not as bad as you think. You need to figure some stuff out because it's looking bad on you and now. And he's a hundred percent right. And I loved Candace being like, you know what? I'm going to cool it for the rest of the weekend. And guess what? She pretty much did. Like I did not see a peep from Candace. No. Which is great <laughs> because she just had that really great, conversation with Mia which I thought was okay. so sweet before we get into that conversation we got to talk about how messy Mia is though because she hears one thing and says another to these ladies and it's always what Wendy has to say or what Giselle and Robin have to say and these two are already feuding so when you play telephone wrong and say that was called one of them a weak bitch when those words were never said or you say oh you're a different person than I knew a year ago which was never said <laughs> you're just gonna start more drama and yeah. she's like I can own it I can say can I got believe, it wrong like, do you love that like they all just laughed they like yeah. didn't get mad. They all just thought it was funny. Well, because like we've heard the whole Wendy's like, a different Uh-oh, person. Oopsie. Like, <laughs> I mean, and I liked Robin being like, well, that's a completely different thing from what you said. Like we've heard the thing about Wendy being a different person. I liked Wendy being like, yeah, I am a different person than I was a year, but grow a year ago. People change, people grow. But I liked Robin also being like, yeah, our relationship is different than it was a year ago. And that's okay. Like we can try to figure it out, but right now we're not vibing. But also Robin, you need to remember the reason why Whitney is weird with you and Giselle right now is because you guys brought up a tabloid story from a meaningless blog that no one cares about, about her husband and talked about it on the show. Yeah. And then you guys put your hands in the air and said, what's the big idea? What did we do wrong? That's when the shift happened. Wendy was fine with both of you until you guys started fucking shit up like that. She invited you to the, the booby reveal and y'all started off on the wrong foot after yes. that oh and by the way before we get to mia like the reconciliation at the end um ascala looked fucking amazing okay i jackie O, like ed beale vibes with like the headscarf like okay. she looked classic she honestly so they released the potomac looks for the reunion and they're all wearing pink pink friday Nicki minaj yes. it's happening just gotta say oh my god amazing but ascala looks fantastic at the reunion i'm very i'm very excited for her to become a full-time housewife she next better. season she better. because she is totally gonna be I want to say one thing also before we move to uh, Wendy, sorry, not Wendy, before we move to Candace and Mia having that conversation and then the G versus Ashley situation. Mm -hmm. I love me some Ray. It's always so good to see Ray on my screen. I was cracking up when, (laughs) when he goes, Karen, Giselle's here blaming you for a broken foot. How did you miss the neck? That was it was classic. Perfect. And I liked Rob, even though Giselle is a psycho, I laughed when she was like, see, I want Ray to be alive because he makes me laugh. I want to <laughs> keep laughing. <laughs> it was cute. It's good to see that they can kind of all come to terms with each other. And Ray, not just Ray, all these husbands, except for G, except for Michael, are really trying to just vibe with each other and just try to get these ladies to come to terms and be like, we're all in this together. This is a fam. And if we don't figure it out and not lose our shit over the tiny thing. Exactly. Granted men, if that was, if if they didn't do that, we wouldn't have a show. So just let them be also. (laughs) So I really liked Mia and Candace apologizing to each other on the boat and coming to terms. Maybe one of the most adult apologies I've ever seen on housewives. It was 
So well thought out, so sincere, so genuine. And I, they both laid out on the table 100% what went on, where what they, they were, were coming exactly, from, exactly what they said. And they were like, I will respect you from now on. And I'm calling it now. I think Candace and me are going to be BFFs at the end of the reunion and they're going to be a squad next season. I, I see. I actually think you're right. I think they, they get so hot with each other because they are so similar. Yeah. I truly think they're both kind of in the same mind. They're both hustlers. They both come from like weird relationships with their mom. They both really fight to get well, what it they breaks want. My heart. It, it just, it made me think of Monique also and it made me sad that Monique and, and her could, and Candace couldn't, be civil and figure it out. Like it's sad that they had to get into a physical alter- altercation. Yeah. Like this is what I wish it would have happened between Monique and Oh my gosh. I kind of I do miss Monique. Uh, Monique and Mia would have been a fire oh my God, a pair. Fucking great team. Okay, I would have loved honestly like my dream squad honestly would be Wendy, Monique and Mia. I feel like those three would be oh, unstoppable. Oh my God. Unstoppable. So and then to close out, G I really do not like him. I'm sorry. G is a mess and he like Ashley just wants to sleep. Ashley has two babies at home. Also the whole fight about like Michael calling Dean a bad boy. And like, she's like, I don't want you calling him a bad boy. And he's like, don't, if you're not here, don't, correct my parenting it was a bad situation like I they need to be on the same burn get divorced it's gonna happen one day i can't wait i think <sighs> she's just waiting for the right time but she needs to make sure she can get the prenup she needs to make sure she get the money get or money that she fucking again. deserves but yeah she just needs to grow up he just I needs also to stop running Mia his mouth to fucking speak up please please just say like gee like let's we gotta ease people in like we gotta you know this is another kind of like erica jane situation where I think he's a lot older and she feels like she doesn't have power in the relationship and like as much as she like vulgar yeah I mean it's uh, he has a lot of power in this relationship and I feel like she's afraid to really kind of stand up to him but like now Ashley knows what it feels like when Michael steps up to like uh, some of the women and some of the men how they feel when he's like being Michael yeah she kind of now she gets it now she's like okay I understand now how bad a husband can be and also gee I just he's so gross I just I if I was ever on a trip with someone like that I would literally be like you need to sleep out in the shed because you're too dirty for this house. Yeah, yeah. Let's get. I want G to get back to him being like the cool dad. He was like fun and, and nice the supportive and husband. Cool. Like, let's get back to that. I don't. I don't, I don't need like him this drinking. Party G. No, I don't need him drinking. No, party G. We're good. Good. No. Um, no good vibes only for G. Like we're good. Okay. Speaking of Erica Jane, let's get into let's Beverly wrap it Hills. Up with Beverly Hills. But before we get into Beverly Hills, into it, into it, I do want to say we saw Halloween Kills. <gasps> we don't want to give much away. Oh my god. We don't want to give totally anything away. I forgot. But Kyle Richards. Kyle Richards is delivering like legitimately fantastic acting. Uh you can see what, like 100% how she broke her nose on this film. Yeah, cuz there are quite a few instances where I'm like, "Oh yeah." Like, she in- worked hard. You know she'd like I guess I heard somewhere I can't remember where I heard this. I think it was on she Not Safe Black for Your Eye, Boyfriend. Didn't she? No, she broke her nose. Oh, well, no, I know she broke her nose. And then the black eyes from getting her nose oh, okay. fixed. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But I think Not Safe for Your Boyfriend was talking about how she, like, took away her Botox for a little bit of time <gasps> so that she could be more, like... Commitment. Yeah, commitment, actually guys. have the expressions on her right face. There. And you saw it. She even had a nose ring. It was a whole thing. Oh, my gosh. I loved that. Very cool. I was so scared it was going to get pulled out of her face. Oh, my God. Me, too. Like, oh, my God. I literally, when they did a close-up of her face, I was like, oh, yeah, she's going to die. That nose They're ring. Pull that out. But we're not going to give anything away. Go see it. It is. Also really on fun, Peacock. Uh, yep, on Peacock. Really fun ride. I'm excited for Halloween Ends, which is next fall. Goody. 
It's Goody. very enjoyable. Okay, now let's get into the real uh, the real murder, which is <laughs> Andy versus Erica, which actually I'm not going to say it's a murder because, Matthew, I hate to say it. I hate telling you that you're right because it really just make, it irks me when I'm like, Matthew McFarland, you are right, but I'm starting to believe Erica. Yeah. I'm starting to, I get just it. As, just as like last week where I was starting to kind of tilt the other way, I'm now tilting back because- Again, regardless of what you think or feel about her, objectively speaking, watching this, she is so good at this. It doesn't feel rehearsed. Like she's towing the line between it being rehearsed and her being and her floundering. She has like, certain lines that you can tell she has ready to go, like access to money or power dynamic in relationship. It feels so grounded, and it feels yes. the conviction is so so sound, so um sound. Sorry. Yeah. That like, I I can't help but almost believe her. The, the it's funny. The thing that was starting to make me go, oh, this doesn't feel true, is when the other women jumped in and were like vouching for her, like, oh yeah, that happened to me. Yeah, I've heard about this. Or yeah, that so, sounds like this happened to my friend. It was like, girls, relax. Like she's got it. She's she's the got Foxy it. Fierce Five or whatever they call themselves. They were really coming in full force to defend Erica, and I truly do believe that they also talked together about what points they were going to come and defend her on because it seemed like in certain moments Dorit had something to say Lisa had something to say Kyle Kyle had something to say like they were all ready with like their their comments that they already heard before the first being leaving or staying for the money or staying because of access to money which I thought was a very good point that I didn't think of before because yes Erica wasn't staying because she wanted to have this lifestyle according to her and according to what was said in this episode, but she stayed because she was, did not have access to the money that she had been gotten. She'd been giving her paychecks paychecks to Tom ever since they started getting together. He gave her two credit cards to go live her life with. If she didn't have those credit cards, she didn't have her money because it was all wrapped up in Tom. It's wild. And, but that's what I kind of thought was going on. It makes sense. Again, given the kind of guy that Tom is and has always been, that tracks for me. Yeah. And again, she's getting the things that she wants. So when I'm, when she's young and 27 getting married, like that all worked out for a while. I think that all was good for a while. But then it, there was a moment when it shifted and it wasn't. And like, I, I do agree that you're in a marriage and you say face and you try to make it better. And like, you, yeah, everyone has problems. And, but you go, I'm getting all of this out of the marriage so I can handle a, a mistress. I can handle some things here and there. Like, I think it got to a point where she was like, I don't know if I can handle it anymore. Well, when they started talking about his declining uh, mental health, and the dementia and the Alzheimer's and all that kind of stuff. And people were like, well, a year ago he was telling that story about John Wayne. And my thing is I completely, completely get the loop. Me too. I completely get you have the same five stories that you can tell and you keep going back to those stories and you can tell them like no other because they're there. In that moment, you could see Erica had heard that story. Watching it back, she heard that story a hundred times. She was she was like, okay, you get it now? You hear what's happening? Because he just told that story and left. And yes. everyone was like, oh, he's adorable. He's so cute. Did you watch her when they flash back? Because it was the first time I actually watched her while he was telling the story. And she looked like I checked out. And then when he was done, she like perked back up and said, see, see what I like, what, like why yeah. I'm with him. It was really so creepy. I do. I do think that Tom Girardi... I don't, I mean, I, 
what he did to those people wrong. He did those when he was in sound mind and he needs to pay for the actions that he did. That then. I agree with. And that I, I'm, I, that, that's still the one thing where I'm like, Erica, like I get why you're not, I, I get where you're coming from. I may not agree with it, but I understand it. But that for me is so clear that like, I know that he has to be tried and it's, you know, he has to be tried in a court of law and that all has to be like legitimate and legal and he deserves his day in court, blah, 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 blah. But like, it just, it, I'm sorry. It just, it seems so black and white to me that he fucking did this and that he's been doing this for forever. Yeah. I mean, and so do so many other powerful men like this, you know? Yeah. He's not the only one. Yeah. We know and they that all need, they all need to be taken down. It's not right. No, I agree. At the same time, I do feel bad that he's declining of health and his mental state is not where it used to be. But still, that does not give him an excuse not to be convicted for this crime. A hundred percent. And like, ugh, the three mistresses. Oh my God. Did you die when she was like, I T9 texted back one of them saying, nice tit, stupid bitch. As one word. <laughs> as just one word. Okay. T9, I kind of miss it because you really had to put in more effort if you wanted to really text someone a message. Now it's so easy. She didn't know how to do a space. But yeah, like it's, you know, when she was saying things like, I don't know who I was married to. Tom's life is over and I'm just turning 50. Like I get why she's on the attack and on defense mode because she... She's like, I'm being fucking screwed yeah. for something that I didn't do. What what needs to creep in, though, Erica, is you need to be able to hold that and also hold the victims in your hand. Like you have to have you you have to hold both in your hands. Exactly, you and the victims. And I, I thought it was really interesting when she was like, "Well, I uh, half the money I guess was mine, but I guess half of the debt now too because I'm coming. People are coming after me for that." And it sounds like she, uh, I mean, the three mistresses, the red panties that were in the liquidation Ew, sale. See, that freaked me out too. Like, and like all the evidence that the, that they showed like of, of that, the fact that he, it, it's not hers. Yeah. It's literally invoiced for someone else and it's sitting in his drawer at work. Like that's fine. I honestly gross. wish I would have bought something from that liquidation sale. Like, let's oh. be real. Like people got like, people got like paintings of like Erica and stuff and like photo. I honestly, I should have bought something. Oof. Something for my apartment. Make a big photo of Tom Girardi and Erica Jane. But yeah, apartment. again, Erica like did, if we're talking about like, again, if this is like a courtroom and we're talking about like, you know, you get cross-examined and then you take a break and you get cross you know, round one and two, round one was a little back and forth, but round two, she came out on top. This again, Roxy Regardless heart. of whether you think of her or whatever, she gave us the razzle dazzle yeah. and she fucking killed it. Um, the hot honey. What is it called? The hot honey, honey rack. She was ready to go. <laughs> Look at you. Like, dun, dun, dun. Musical <laughs> theater literate. I'm so proud. So I'm there now. But okay. I loved, uh, and then after the Erica stuff, like I loved the Rinna and Eileen on duel, uh, days of our lives, by the way. Uh, the, <laughs> I'm sorry. <but> like, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, duel. What are you talking about? And days of our lives. The acronym is just, I which can't I can't with take credit for friends. Like Joey Tribbiani on friends made that up. Duel, oh, he d- days of our lives. The Susan Sarandon episode where he like takes, Oh, he calls it duel. And everyone's like, duel goes to the of our he lives. Be- Duh. So I love them on it. I thought it was crazy that they were able to put the beast and the, there's so much more. I need to show you the scene because you're going to die. It's like a whole housewife scene that they just ripped from everything. I love that. We clarified that Dar- Dorit's nose is real. Okay. I have to say, and people might come for me for this, but I completely understand this. My nose was way too big for my face when I was younger. And I was so thin and so baby looking. If you look at photos of me when I was like a senior and junior in high school and you look at photos of me now, it looks like I got a nose drop. Yeah. I have never had anything well, done to my face. I thought your nose and your ears. Don't never stop can, growing. They never stop growing. Number one. Number two, 
Dorit has never lied about other things she's done to her face. Yeah. So, and she said very matter of factly, like I, I wouldn't lie. And I, I liked, own it. I liked that we saw the scene that she had mentioned on Instagram and Twitter before with the doctor. Who at literally Kyle's is like, Oh, your job. nose is your original He's like, nose. it's very like, wide. Like, you... <laughs> it? like, and she's like, no, I'm good, bitch. Thank you. It was making me look. I was like, hmm, maybe I should go to that doctor. But, uh, <laughs> Also thrilled that Amelia and Scott Disick aren't together anymore. I don't I, know why I was so happy about that. I felt like Lisa was very happy. She's like, I did not approve, but I couldn't say anything. Like I could only tell her so much. We only met him three times. She's like, I, and I'm glad that Amelia read the press because that's really all you had to look at was like, look at the press and kind of see what's going on. I liked that She was like, it's, he's a good guy, but it's just not right for my daughter. I'd much rather have him with Harry Styles, who is a real housewives of Beverly Hills super fan. Makes me so happy. I'm like, okay, Harry, we love you even more. I loved that they had to make birthday messages for him uh, in quarantine. And it literally showed Dorit's video where she's like, hello, Harry. It's so good to hear that you've been binge watching. I know her <laughs> accent kind of got thick during that video. It's I like, also love that Lois is 93. Oh, you know, I, you know, I love Lois. You know, I absolutely adore that woman. Yeah. And, and then just to wrap up, like, if I, I need Kyle and Kathy to have a spinoff. I, Kathy, Kyle and Kim. Give me Kim too. Yeah. I was sobbing. I was in tears. And that scene where she, they were talking about, well, I first started crying when Kathy was like, I'm just so glad we're back together. I'm so glad that like Kyle's in my life again, like all this stuff. And then they were, t- they were talking about their mom and Kathy and Kyle just started breaking down, crying on the couch and being like, mom would be so happy. She's with us here right now. Yeah, I was like, like, I couldn't. It, it was just really so beautiful. Just me because like Kathy is like these women are in their fifties, sixties. Their mom died so long ago. And Kathy still carries that around with her all uh, the time. She it's won't like, talk to her mom's friends. She won't watch her mom recorded a message. She won't watch the uh, message. Well, and also, but like, remember when I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that like when, when Kyle and Kathy had that sit down in the tea room in mm-hmm. her house and it literally, the room looked like a completely different room in a completely different house because I think it's a replica of like what their childhood home looked like. I'm telling you, like people, rich people with money who have emotional baggage, like that's the shit that they do. I think that she with the TV little trays. things like that, like she, she, it, that's how she remembers her mom. And like, oh my god, it just choked me up so bad. And um, I, I love them and I love Kathy and I'm telling you, Bravo. And I'm sure you're doing this, but give that woman whatever she wants. If she wants to be full time or give it to her. If she wants to stay a friend of, give it to her. Like just keep her on the show. I want to say one thing, more thing. We're done with Beverly Hills, but I got to say one more thing about Kim Richards. Okay. We found out from Andy himself (gasps) that his, (laughs) that his favorite Richards sister is Kim Richards. And how did we find that out? Well, (laughs) Matthew and I had a very lucky experience, and you guys will see it this evening. Yes. Well, last no, evening. Last evening, because they're listening to this on, on Friday, Friday. So this comes out Thursday night. If you watch the Watch What Happens Live with Gwyneth Paltrow on Thursday night, the 21st, go look it up. Maybe we haven't seen it yet, so we're in the audience. We went to go see Watch What Happens Live. Live, Watch What Happens <laughs> Live, live. Uh, this was not virtual like we did it last time. This was in person. We got to, we've been on Bravo like a few we times. We meet now. Andy and talked to him for a little bit, and that's when he mentioned someone asked like, "Who's your favorite Richard sister, Kyle or Kit or Kyle or Kathy?" And he said Kim. So he wouldn't give us much more of anything because a lot of the people were asking like stuff about the reunion but he did and say the stuff reunion about was Lindsay. Fire, and he's not lying. It's so good. It's so good, but. 
gotta say love watch watch what happens live we got to try lover boy which was delicious oh my god the the seltzers are so good y'all it's and i'm yeah. not a seltzer person it wasn't even delish. a seltzer it was like a spiked iced tea or something yeah, it like was that really, really it was yummy. delicious but yeah what an experience we can't wait to go back hopefully with someone in studio because when it came via skype or zoom yeah, or whatever because she's in cali i think but yeah we are literally bravo mini bravo labs it we're like great. c-lister bravos <laughs> now Jesus at this Christ. point and we mentioned it all. We mentioned it all, and we got through it, it like, you know, snap Pretty snap. quick. Yeah, we had a lot to get through, so sorry if we talked very quickly, but we just – we know you guys only got a little bit of time to listen. So thank you so much for listening, and if you aren't already, make sure you guys are subscribed wherever you listen to, whether it's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And if you guys are on social media, make sure to check us out. It's at Hot and Bravo. That's at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And we'll see y'all next time. We love ya. Bye. Adios.